I want to talk a little bit about what, what Advent is and, and why we celebrate it. So in case you don't remember that, what that word means, Advent, it, it simply means the arrival of a notable person, place, or, or event. And in Christian theology, it refers to the first coming of Christ. And sometimes when we say the Advent of Jesus, we're talking about his second coming. So it simply means the coming of Jesus. Advent means the coming of Jesus. And today is the second week of Advent. Today is the second week. So we have two candles lit here. But I want to ask a a little deeper question today. Why do Christians celebrate Advent? I mean, why the candles and wreath? Like, what is the big deal about this this wreath that you might see? I, I think for some of you, you might feel like I did. Like, is this just kind of one of those churchy things that you have to do? You know, uh, is this is this just uh, one of those kind of showy religious things? Maybe you're actually surprised that All People's Church, uh, this great organic church that we are, <laughs> would would do something like that. Um, well, I want to just explain a little little further why we would want to celebrate with something as simple as a few candles on a table. It's nothing special, but we think that it has meaning and and, and purpose for us. This is so much more, church. Than a show. Us having having Elizabeth walk this up here, you know, in times past when you've seen maybe a little child bring a candle down and set it on, on the wreath, it's so much more than a show. Church, celebrating Advent with symbols like this is about remembering. It's about remembering. Throughout history, God's people remembered his salvation through symbols, through sometimes they would erect altars and they would sacrifice to him there. You know, even beyond that, it, it, more than a man-made thing, uh, God instructed the people to celebrate with, with festivals and feasts. You know, so they would, they would with, with particular clothing and particular food items and particular schedules, they would celebrate. And those items that they were using would remind them of what God had done. So, for example, at the Passover, they would eat lamb just like they had done on the night that the angel passed over. So this is not just an Old Testament reality, though. We, we do something every single week where we're remembering with symbols something that God has done, right? In the Lord's Supper, we take this bread and we, we break it and we remember that this is the body of Christ. And in the, in the cup, we, we remember that Jesus' blood was shed for us. In these very common daily symbols, we're, we're remembering. And in baptism, through the waters of baptism, this symbol is reminding of it, us of this inward work that God has done. Now, you know, if you're thinking that I'm going to start saying that Christmas is like the third sacrament, then just relax. Like that's, the Bible, I know, does not command us anywhere to celebrate Christmas or even Advent in this way. So this does not, you know, this is not on par with the Lord's Supper. Um, but we still think that it's significant for us. We still think that it has value for us to, to light a candle and to talk about the, the, the weeks of Advent. We believe that the church has been on to something good for, the, for centuries. In, in taking symbols and with rhythms, being reminded of the gospel. Rhythms that remind us the gospel are good for us, church. Rhythms and pictures that remind us of the gospel are very good for us. Why are they so important and why are they so good for us? Because we are very prone to forget. (laughs) 
we're very prone to forget, like little children whose parents say, don't do that, that's not good for you. We, we, the kids, you find them right back at that spot doing the exact same thing that you said not to do. We need to be reminded, and God is so good, like a father training us. He gives us these little pictures of what he has done. Sadly, we go through life overlooking all the symbolism that God has given us that point to him. There's so many things in this life that God intends for us to just see it and look past it to the, to the maker, to the creator. And yet, we so often just kind of overlook it so quickly. And this is the same with the Christmas season, isn't it? We can just whip right through this season, do our gifts, do our family thing, and just totally forget what this is all about. Why, why, why we talk about Christmas as Christmas, that, that Christ has come for us. So what can we do to not be just like the world and how we celebrate, celebrate Christmas? What can we do to, be, to make sure that in our individual hearts and lives, we, we remember that this event that, that we're headed towards, this, this day that we celebrate as, as the day that Christ was born, whether, it doesn't matter whether that was the actual birth or not, we, we set it up as a day that we celebrate Jesus on that day. How do we become people that remember him and marvel at the grace that he's given us in that day? How, do, how does the church not just zip right by it and just forget what he has done? This is why we light a candle. <laughs> this is why we light these candles. This is why we sing songs like, Oh Holy Night. This is why we read scripture. This is why we celebrate Advent in the way that we do. So there's the why. What about the how? What, what are these candles symbolizing? Well, the language is a little bit different across denominations, but the symbolism is, is pretty much on point wherever you go. And basically, the, the light of these candles, just think with me here about the beauty of this image. This light, we, we were trying to turn down the, the lights in here, but we couldn't figure out how to do it. But this light is supposed to show us Christ's light has entered the world into a dark and sinful world. These, this candlelight, this little flicker up here, it's a very small flicker, but it reminds us that in Christ, light has come to us. In Christ, light, the light of God has dawned on the world. This wreath is supposed to remind us of the, the crown of thorns. Even beyond that, the, the crown of victory that Jesus has won, that he has resurrected. We've seen these, these little pictures, these little images that help us to remember the life of Christ. Now, what about the, the candles? We're actually, I don't know where the fourth candle went. <laughs> it disappeared on us, but there should be four candles, and then one in the middle is the Christ sand, uh, candle. So let me just explain each one. Week one of Advent, which was last week, we light what is called the prophet's candle. The prophet's candle symbolizes hope. It was prophesied that Christ would come, and churches prophesied that he'll come again. And so we're remembering as we light this candle that, that Jesus has come and that he will come again. This is our hope. This week we, we lit what is called the Bethlehem candle. It symbolizes faith in God's promises. 
as we remember that Jesus was born in Bethlehem in fulfillment of Micah 5.2, which we'll read in just a, a few minutes here, we remember that God's promises are sure. They're sure. He will never lie. God speaks what will come to pass, and it comes to pass. We're reminded that in, in Christ's coming for us, in his perfect life, in his death, in his resurrection, in his ascension, that all the promises of God are yes and amen for us. That he has fulfilled the law, and his reward is given to us who are trusting in him. In every circumstance, the lighting of this candle reminds us that God is faithful to his promises. He's faithful to us, church. Next week, we're going to light the shepherd's candle, symbolizing joy, reminding us that the gospel brings great joy to the lowly, like the shepherds. And then, lastly, we will light the angel's candle, symbolizing peace, which reminds us of the announcement that was made to Mary, that Christ's birth would bring peace to men. The, the Christmas, uh, sorry, the Christ candle in the center, we would generally light on Christmas Eve, uh, but we're not doing a Christmas Eve service as far as I know. Uh, so, uh, but we will light that with, on, with the last candle on the 22nd. Along with the lighting of the candles, we read God's word and we see that all this imagery comes from God's word. This is God showing us what he is like with pictures that we understand. How sweet is that? Uh, I hope this small picture of the gospel in the coming weeks just helps you to remember the gospel of Jesus. That's, that's what we're intending to do, that you will remember just a little bit more this amazing gospel that God has come. He has come as a baby to save mankind. And then finally, this is the last exhortation for you. Parents, take advantage this Christmas to teach your children. Take advantage of this season to teach with, with the rich symbolism of this season that God is in all of life. That God wants us to see him in not just the Bible, but in all the earth. He wants us to see this in everything. And this is not just for parents. This is not just for children. This is for us. So church, this week and, and throughout this Christmas season, let's celebrate as those who have the greatest news in the world. Christ has come to the world and his light has dawned on us. And we see it in the little picture of, of these candles lit for us.